Hello and welcome to the Atomic Geekdom Podcast, episode 138. Yep, I figured it out. 138. Uh, my name is Dave. Joining me tonight mm-hmm. is Jenny. What's up, my peeps? And for the first time in a long, long, long time, coming from a galaxy far, far away, Matt from the Two Broke Geeks podcast. Hi. Welcome. Yay. Welcome back, sir. Thanks. Not that you haven't been doing your own thing, the Two Broke Geeks <clears throat> podcast, Alive <clears throat> and Well. Episodes coming out weekly every Tuesday, right? Every Tuesday. Yeah. I always get confused because the pals, the pals don't stick to the schedule <laughs> like they should. That's true. <laughs> so I get confused sometimes because I see them tweeting out about their episode the same day I see yours. And it's like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cross promotion across the family is it's all, that's all that matters. Uh, yeah, episode one thirty-seven or thirty-eight. I just said that, so let's get it right, Dave. One hundred thirty-eight episodes. Year. We're going to start year three this year of, of the Atomic Geekdom website, podcast, network, thingamajig. So that's exciting, too. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, but yeah, so we're not your normal topic show. We're going to jump around to a lot of different various things and, and stuff. Things and stuff. It's apparently cool. the fun thing to say if you're a Walking Dead fan. Okay. Uh, we'll start with, and not at all get political but talk about the golden globe winners since mm-hmm, we're, we're mm-hmm. probably fans of a lot of the things that won or people that won as well so we'll, we'll we'll just briefly run through we're not gonna spend a whole lot of time going in depth because i didn't watch it because i don't i don't care uh i don't i'm not an award show fan personally but don't blame you don't blame you I do, I do think they're mean-spirited, but I think sometimes the Razzies can be fun. <laughs> okay, okay. Hater date really. to the rescue. No. But <laughs> so, sometimes a piece of junk needs to be treated like a piece of junk. Let's, let's be real here. I, I agree, I agree. <laughs> sometimes. It's fun as hell. But at the same time, you know, I was lambasted for, for, for trashing zombievers on Twitter one day. Yes, people did make a living on those jobs or on those those productions, and they they put hard work in too. So let's let's keep that in mind uh, when when we're when we're razzying people. So we'll start. Uh, let's start with TV, I guess. Uh, we'll work our way to, to the film side of stuff. Uh, best. Let's see here. Yeah, best miniseries or television film. I don't think. Well, I, I didn't see Night Manager yet. I uh, hear it's pretty good, but I thought for sure the People vs. Odie Simpson would win that one. That was really good. Hmm. Okay, okay. I caught up what with one? it. The People vs. O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story, the FX thing. With Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, and yeah. Sarah Paulson. Pretty much the dude that did Glee and American Horror Story. and He did the American Crime Story with People vs. O.J. Simpson where they just did like a mini-series on it. I mean, it's an anthology series. They're doing another one. I don't know what the what the court case is or what the the crime event is, but it's basically their true crime mini-series show. But that, that, that one, People vs. O.J. It went up against American Crime, The Dresser, The Night Manager, which again, I hear is really good. It should be. It's Tom Hiddleston. Um, and The Night Of, which I've never heard of. I've never heard of American Crime or The Dresser. Either. The Night Of is really interesting. If you haven't seen that, that's on uh, HBO. And it was just a one-season show. Um, 
you would probably really like it because it's very crime based, but it was it was an interesting idea for a show. Mm. Uh, hmm. Moving on to best supporting performance in a series, miniseries, or television show. Uh, supporting actor went to Hugh Laurie, House himself, for the Night Manager, beating out cool. beating out Sterling or beating out an actor from People versus two actors from People versus OJ, including John Travolta. <laughs> I forgot he was in it, uh, and uh, another guy and Christian Slater for Mr. Robot. I wanted Christian Slater to win. I love <clears throat> him in Mr. Robot. Just saying. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, supporting actress went to the same show. The night manager, Olivia Coleman beat out Lena, Lena Hetty from game of Thrones, uh, Chrissy Metz and Mandy Moore from this is us, which I've not watched, but everybody seems to be enjoying quite a bit. And Danny Newton from Westworld. She was pretty cool. Mm. She was pretty good in that show. Uh, best performance in, Oh shoot. I don't want to go to Mandy Moore's Wikipedia page. Uh, best performance in a miniseries or television film. Uh, went to Tom Hilston from The Night Manager for actor. Beat out mm-hmm. Rogue One's Riz Ahmed in The Night Of. Uh, now I really have to check it out if Riz Ahmed's in it. And John Turturro. Oh, I know what that is. John Turturro, duh. I know what it is. Uh, <laughs> best actress. Welcome aboard, Dave. Yeah. Nice to have you here. <laughs> I'm barely awake. I have not really eaten at all today, and I've worked all day. Two jobs. I'll, I'll get there. I got 200 drinks to burn through through this episode. I'll be flying <laughs> high before we're done. Trust me. Good deal. Uh, yeah, Sarah Paulson from The People vs. O.J. Simpson won Best Actress for playing Marsha Clark. Uh, she did a great job, actually. She's, she's a really good actress. Best performance in a television series, musical or comedy? Uh, the Martian. No, just kidding. Let's keep making Martian jokes about it winning, winning Best Comedy <laughs> last year. Uh, Donald Glover won Best Actor for Atlanta, another show I need to watch. Yeah, I, I want to see that too. I've heard really good things about it, but it's one of them that I I haven't. That's one I need jumped. to I need yeah. to binge. It's not one I can watch probably week to week. Um, yeah, because I would probably just drop it because I don't have time. It's got to be one where I got time to just you know burn through it all in either a couple days or something. I love Donald Glover though, so yeah. That- Ta- I mean, I know you're not. Happy. I know you're not thrilled about the movie, but you got to be excited for him playing Lando, Matt. Oh, sure, sure. I, again, I know you don't want the movie. You don't really <laughs> care about the movie being made, but it's a good not idea. yet. I mean, you well, know, it could change when we get some footage. Woody Harrelson's going to be in it. That's pretty cool. Woo! Yeah, I saw that today. It's the best news. I saw that they had like a a maybe a few weeks ago and i was like oh that would be awesome and then when they announced mm. it today i was like i was in my desk going doing a little like shimmy in my chair going yeah this is awesome i think we brought it up two weeks two weeks ago on the geek out we're like yeah it's being rumored you know he might join the cast and that's already set up to be a pretty huge cast uh, with just four people what they did with with rogue one i have the utmost faith uh, I haven't listened to I haven't listened to your most recent couple episodes, Matt. But did you enjoy Rogue One? I loved it. I thought okay. it was great. Okay, yeah. I wanted to check. I figured you would. I know. I know. Again, you're you're hoping for more stories that we don't already kind of know the ending to. But um, yeah, a good movie is still a good movie. So yeah, it's true. Well, it's true. even even with that being said, though, like I went into the movie going, well, we know kind of what happens. <laughs> well, even with but that, the last still don't, right, you still don't expect. <clears throat> how they got there and so and it's such good writing 
acting, everything about it. I, I might thought, even agree with stuff. Matt where I don't care how they got there. You know, like, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter to me. But they made the film in such a good way that even though I know what happened, excuse me, what happens in the last 20 minutes, I know how it's going to turn out. Like, we're, we're going... We're going dark here in this last See, 20 like, minutes, but they made it so good that, like, that that last scene, everything with Vader and everything that happens leading up to that last visual was extremely well done. Yeah. Oh, but in, see, I'm the mm-hmm. opposite of, of what you just said. I like to know how they got there. Like, that. those are the type of stories in the movies that oh, I enjoy get, the most. Don't get me wrong. I don't um, mind knowing, but I'm with I'm kind of with Matt where I'd like a new story. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love new stories, too, but I, I love the concept of this because we knew the end result, but we didn't know who or how it got there. Right. And the who and how it got there are the type of stories that I love. But they did such a great job with just the entire ensemble. Like every character in that movie I was rooting for or hated or so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be one of those that I've rewatched way too many times. Yeah. I've already seen it three times in the theater. Um, But uh, back to back to Golden Globes here. Uh, Best performance in television series, musical or comedy actress went to Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish, a show I have never seen. Um, it's funny. That's the Anthony Anderson show. Mm-hmm. Um, I know of it. I mean, I see commercials for it when I watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I'm not oblivious to it. But it's, uh, It falls into that like category with me as Lethal Weapon because I really, really enjoy Lethal Weapon. But I'll watch like three episodes on demand, and then I'll wait like four or five weeks, and then I'll watch a few more. Yeah. I catch like a, a Blackish episode once in a blue moon, but every time I catch one on, I'm like, show's pretty funny. Like, I mean, ABC gets underrated. They do really good comedy. Um, they do like, I love modern family and I need, I really need to watch, uh, what's the 80s show where Pat Oswalt does the narration. Uh, Ooh, Goldbergs? Goldbergs. Yeah. I want to watch Goldbergs. Mm. Um, that seems like it's right in my wheelhouse, uh, being an eighties kid. All right. Moving on. Best performance in a TV show drama, Billy Bob Thornton in Goliath. Mm. No idea. I didn't even know there was a nope. show it's called Amazon. Goliath. Ah, that would be why. Um, yeah, it's an Amazon streaming one. But, uh, and then actress, again, a show I don't watch, maybe I should, Claire Foy for The Crown. Beating I've out. Been meaning to watch that. Beating out Winona Ryder for Stranger Things. Her performance wow. was a little weird. Uh, also beating out Evan Rachel Wood, who I would give all the awards to. I loved her on Westworld. And plus her Instagram or whatever that thing is, is amazing that she does with uh, the other dude from Westworld. Just incredible. They called dub mash or whatever. The, the dub smashing, yeah, that that, that, that stuff. It's so good. Amazing. It's hilarious. Uh, best series drama went to The Crown, and best series musical or comedy went to Atlanta. Which that's all Donald Glover, right? Like that's his show. Like he made it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Movies. Movies. Best animated feature film. Zootopia. I'm okay with that. Yes. I'm okay. All with just that. for the sloth scene. I, I, Sorry, you guys built that up too much <laughs> for me. Zootopia. You guys built that up too much for me because I just—it was okay. I mean, it was funny, but I thought there were funnier moments oh. in, in the movie. Dude, I when I'm having a bad day, I just find it on YouTube and I just rewatch that scene and just the expression on his face when the the punchline of the joke happens—it's amazing. How it slowly is his eyes light up and and then he just like slowly turns to the next like cubicle. Just right, like, right. Yeah, that's pretty good. You see that one, Matt? Nope. Oh, no Zootopia? I think you'd like it. I haven't it's, seen it. Yeah, uh, no. 
fun. Beat out Kubo and the Two Strings, which I still want to watch. Mo- Moana, or Mona as I call it, uh, which I have not seen yet. My Life as a Zucchini, didn't know that was a movie. And Sing, those are a lot of new movies. Or two of them mm-hmm. at least. Mona and, or Moana and Sing are like brand new. Uh, best foreign language film. I'm not going to know any of these, so we'll just... It came from France. It's called L. <laughs> right. That's it. <laughs> came from France. It's called L. Best original... Great, great. Yeah, we can move on. Uh, best original score went to La La Land. Uh, Justin Herbert. I want to see that so bad. Am I, am I like... I don't know. It's a musical, right? Yes. It's kind of... Yeah, it's done like the old, like, 50s, 60s type movies. Like the like a French dance, dance type. Dance yeah, in yeah, the like, rain or... Singing in the rain, yeah. excuse me. Yeah. Singing in the rain? That's what I said. I changed it. I fixed it. Yeah, uh, yeah La La Land, which I'm not a musical person, so I won't see that. I'm not going to see Hamilton. Uh, it's just not my thing. Mm. But all all the power. I to, like musicals. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, all the power to those that enjoy it. I'm not going to ruin it for you. Enjoy it all, I'm, all that you want. I'm like the in-between on the musicals. Like, I'm not a huge musical fan, but if it's a good musical, I'm all about it. And honestly, Dave, don't knock Hamilton until you listen to it. I don't want to. I don't want to. That soundtrack, I actually, I'll like, I'll play that soundtrack just while I'm driving because it is, it's smooth. (laughs) It's really good. I, I believe it's good. I'm going to see Wicked in June, so I'm pretty excited about that. I would take my mom to Wicked because she loves The Wizard of Oz. Like, she mm-hmm. just loves it. So I would take her to see that. And I watch, you know, I watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend every week say, on yeah. the CW. That's right. You're a fan of that show. That's a big musical show. Um, yep. It's great. And it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> and it's probably going to get canceled. I'm sorry, man. I don't think it will. No? All right. All right. I, I hope don't... for your case it does. I'm not rooting for it to get canceled. It just feels like it will. Um, Maybe. I, I'll, I'll admit to this, and I've admitted it a few times on this show. I do love... Moulin Rouge and own the soundtrack. So there's nice. that. There is that. Uh, best original song went to a song from La La Land called City of Stars, beating out Justin Timberlake's song from Trolls, which is his song from his new album called Can't Stop the Feeling. Uh, way to just multi purpose that song. Good, good call. Timberlake. Uh, smart. Best director went to Damien Chazelle or Chazelle in La La Land, of course. Best screenplay. Same dude, La La Land. Supporting actor. I gotta watch this movie. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson in Nocturnal Animals. I've heard good things about mm. the movie. I've heard, see, that's one of those movies that I really wanted to see, and I've only heard bad things about it. Mm. Which maybe it's just who's telling me bad things, but I'm on the fence. But I, I'm curious. <laughs> it's funny you say fence, because uh, supporting actress went to Viola Davis in Fences. Nice. Yeah, that was a good segue. Accidental segue. Uh, best performance in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Ryan Gosling for La La Land beating out Ryan Reynolds from Deadpool. Mm. But also beating yeah, out. Yeah, I always go, out of the two Ryans, I would go with Gosling. <laughs> Just saying. Bastard. Uh, also beating out <laughs> Jonah Hill for War Dogs, which I heard was not good. Uh, Hugh Grant for Florence Foster Jenkins and Colin Farrell for The Lobster, which I just keep hearing is really, really weird. Here's the thing. Like, a lot of this stuff, like, these are not the type of movies, like, I'm sure they're fine. But, like, if it's like, oh, we are definitely, like, making this film for, like, to get film awards. Like an Oscar movie. 
Yeah, Oscar bait movies just do not appeal to me, man. Like, I don't know about any of these being out. Uh, that La La Land, like everybody keeps saying really good things about it, but right. it just reeks of being an Oscar bait film. And I'm I don't like, know about I, that one. I don't know. You could be right. I don't know. Maybe. I, I, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I honestly don't know. I feel like I have a good radar for that in the past, <laughs> but I could be wrong. <clears throat> you could be right. Uh, again, actress for best performance in motion picture, musical, or comedy, Emma Stone in La La Land. Here we go, changing it up. Oh, that's right, Emma Stone is in it. Yeah, now, now I you have to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, best performance in a motion picture drama, actor Casey Affleck, Manchester by the Sea. Uh, and actress Isabel Hoopert for the aforementioned best foreign language film, L. Beating out Amy hmm. Adams in Arrival, which I still want to see. I still want to see it. Too. It's coming to Blu-ray real soon, though. Oh, so nice. nice. I'll be, it's like February, I think. It'll be on Blu-ray. Okay. Uh, best oh. motion picture drama went to Moonlight. Best motion picture musical or comedy, of course, La La Land. So Yeah, didn't, didn't La La Land break a record of the most for one film? At the Golden Globes, uh, won and was award. It was nominated and won seven t- seven awards. I don't know if that's a record or not, but that seems. I, I don't know. I read seven? something, but <laughs> that's, that's pretty seems, crazy. That's a good, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, everybody that I know that has seen it has walked out just going, "That movie's awesome." Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll let you guys know as soon as I see it because <laughs> <Keep laughs> it it's on my list. I I will see it. I should try to see if I can see the immemorium because I want to see some of these. You know, it'll make me sad, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. So that's our Golden Globe wrap up. We just pretty much told you who won and we saw none of it, essentially, uh, of these movies. Uh, so either we have no idea what's going on uh, as far as the pulse of Hollywood or we're just behind. No, I really like, you know, it's something I've started like I like movies, but I just I don't have a lot of time. So I just watch the ones like I know I'm guaranteed to enjoy, which means I end up watching a lot of like genre films. And it's like I don't want to just watch the genre films, you know, but like once you move outside of like superhero horror sci fi type stuff it's like, well, I may or may not like this movie and I don't have a lot of time to invest in like a two hour art house film that I might not even like. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, I hear you. you know what, you know what my, my issue is, is cause there's a lot of these like quote unquote art house films that I would, I would pay the money and go see in the theater on a heartbeat. Like I absolutely, mm-hmm. I love the, the storylines and such to it. Cause I'm, I like action movies and I like silly stuff and things like that. But I, I do tend to gravitate more to the weird and kind of mm-hmm. more story-based movies. The problem I have, though, is one, these art house ones, unless they get on an award thing, it's hard to get to. That, that You know, you can't go to your local theater and just see them. You have to go into the city, like into L.A. or, you know, San Diego or New York. You know, you have to go to a major city <laughs> to find a small theater to that will play them, or you have to wait till DVD. Or on another note, like one of the reasons I haven't seen La La Land yet is I have a really hard time with movie theaters now because people don't have the attention span to just sit and enjoy a movie. They have to sit there and talk to each other and look at their phones and it drives me insane. So the idea of shelling out money to go 
sit in a theater to watch something that I don't. I yell at people like that in the movie theater, though. Oh yeah, me too. It's like like I shame them. My my token go to is I'll turn around and look at them. I'm like, really? (laughs) Just like give them the. All right, I am guilty at certain things. Like if I have to write a review and I will forget, I will really. I have my dimness all the way down on my phone, and I'll quit type it in but i'll do it like i'll hide it in my hoodie and do it yeah i'll never forget like i went i was at uh the lord of the rings return of the the king the last one whatever it was mm-hmm. um and i didn't even like those lord of the rings movies but at the end of the i for some reason i went to them all and at the end <laughs> of that third one you know it's like this five-hour movie at least it felt like a five-hour movie with return of the four king? different yeah yeah with four different endpoints, and so by like the the very end of the movie, there had been these people off to my left talking for almost the entire film, and finally, it's getting somewhere near the end, probably in like hour four of the movie, and hour five is coming up, and I finally just turn and go, "Would you just shut up? <laughs> you have been talking." For two and a half hours. Yeah. And everybody in the theater goes, whoa, because they were loud. And I just finally I just turned to them and I just lost it. I'm just like, just shut up. (laughs) It's 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 I've told you guys the story of when I saw I Am Legend, right? Where spoiler alert, the dog's dying and I'm sitting there in the seat and I am bawling my eyes out and this like 15 year old girl in front of me her phone rings with this obnoxious like and then she picks up the phone stands up and goes oh my god hey and starts walking out of the theater and i'm at least she left at least she left (laughs) but she ruined the entire scene there's this emotional scene and i'm just like i i wanted to kill her I, I, I seriously I wanted to get up and just tackle her in the aisle of the theater and like, you just ruined it for me. So yeah, I have a hard time. So if it's like, I'll go see Rogue One in on the big screen because it's action and it's beautiful and it, you know, just, you want to see it big, but mm-hmm. La La Land, I'll probably see in the theater because I don't know if I can wait that long to see it, but that's one I could wait for. Is it still in to theaters? Watch it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I have friends that have gone recently. Hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, let's see here. All right. We can talk about something not for a very long time, but I know Matt probably wants to talk about it on a radio show or on a podcast, I should say. Uh, we've talked about it on Twitter a few times. We talked about it in a mm. podcast where we were drunk. Mm. Uh, Matthew is of the uh-huh. opinion that Boba Fett mm-hmm. is the most overrated character, not maybe probably not just in Star Wars, but ever. Uh, pretty close to ever, but definitely in Star Wars. All yeah, right. he is. Yeah. I will say, mm-hmm. I will do my very best to remain even-keeled and unemotional in this debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but please state your case, sir. Oh, well, everybody always talks about how badass Boba Fett is and how cool he is, and it's like, well... You know, a guy who doesn't even fire his gun can't be bad at. Like, he just stands there. He's got two lines. And honestly, 
Django Fett is cooler than Boba Fett because at least Django Fett gets in there and mixes it up and has big action scenes and dies a good death by having his head chopped off. Does he uh, not? Boba Fett, oh, I'm Boba sorry. Fett I'm dies sorry. in a scene of comedy being knocked into a pit. Does he not fire his weapon either on that Sarlacc battle or um, nope. when the Carbonite's being taken away on Cloud City? Pretty sure he maybe on Cloud City. Pretty sure not at all. I haven't seen Return of the Jedi in a while. Let me while so, while, while while you discuss, I'll pull it up on my little computer here and he may. find the scene. Know. Well, I'm not saying it as to just just, just no. Like, I know. I'm yeah, just, I just want to know myself. Pretty sure during. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, maybe during Cloud City, he gets like one or two shots <clears> off when they're firing but, at him and he's trying to you know get away. Yeah. Know. Let me take a look here. But uh, all right, okay, that's that's his case. I think I know Jenny's side. I think she stated it while we were drunk in the in the office party episode. But Jenny, your thoughts on Boba Fett being an it's overrated Boba Fett? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I will I, only call him Boba Fett. Uh, I so here's my two cents: is I I love that character. But I also but why? But why? Because he looks cool. Con, con, because he's well, actually cool. that's part of it. Give me a second, and I will explain. <laughs> it's not like Princess Leia, though, where I'm just like, oh my god, you know, or Han Solo, because I'm invested in those characters. I'm not really invested in him, but you've got to admire a bounty hunter. So kind of a bad guy, but just doing his job type guy. Who's just like the silent ninja, like badass. He he doesn't need to fire his gun, everything, because he just has to walk into the room and everybody goes, "Oh shit," you know. That's cool. That is totally cool. There are so many like moments where he's just standing there, doesn't need to do anything, but you know what? It's implying. That's what makes him cool. Mm-hmm. But is he implying anything, though? Like, he doesn't... Hmm. He does? Okay. Think... Well, they bring him in because they know he will kill or at least capture who they need to. So, yeah, that's that's a pretty pretty big implying... <clears throat> but he didn't even I'm... capture who he needed to. He, only... he got help. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The only person that he had never captured that he was supposed to was Han Solo, which makes he... him even cooler because... Who wants to capture Han Solo? But you don't. Hold on. They don't Hold say on. in any of the movies. There is no indication that he has captured anybody ever. Okay. They never right. say he's the best. They never imply he's the best. They never show they, him. No, right. see, stop, stop, they stop. They completely stop. imply pause, he's the best. Pause, pause. Hold on. All right. Let's clear up one thing. He is the one that follows them to Cloud City. Boba Fett is right. the one that follows them there. Let's let's make that clear. He's the one that follows them there. So he, he follows them, but he does no capturing. Well, he doesn't have to. I mean, again, see, but you're still he's over. My point isn't that he doesn't like look cool or whatever. My point is that for all the love the character gets, he does nothing of note besides follow them to Cloud City and go. Oh, hey, Darth Vader. By the way, I know where they are. Here's what you're missing, though. It's all in personality and presence. If you can walk into a room and steal the show, you're fucking cool. <laughs> all right. This is what I'll say. <laughs> I'll say, Matt, you have valid points. Jenny, you also have valid points. 
on my side of this this table for me, which I've stated to Matt, and I think he understands. For me, Empire has always been my favorite movie. I've seen a, a Jedi more as a child because we. That's the yeah, one, me too. That's I the think one, actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the one I had on VHS as a kid, and I grew up in. I was born in eighty one, so that Jedi came out when I was more able to see movies. Um, so we had that on VHS, so I watched it a lot actually, and that's why Luke in his black gear is my favorite Luke. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the green saber is always my favorite saber for him. Um, it does look a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Um, Boba Fett also actually fires at Luke. Um, ah. I didn't just catch that. And he gets into the ship unabated. Nobody actually fires at him until the ship takes off. Ah, gotcha. So, cleared that up for you. And he does, uh, gotcha. I'm pretty sure he does fire on that little sand cruiser thing by the Sarlacc pit, but then flies over and tries to shoot, but the lightsaber cuts off his gun. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, but yes, Matt, uh, I, I do, I do <clears throat> see your side of things, and I understand um, where you're coming from here, and and your points are, I would say, valid. Also, Jenny, yours are too. But again, I was saying, for me, his forebodings started in episode in early in in the New Hope when you hear about Han ch- being chased. You know, he's got bounty on his head at the beginning of Empire. It's really the first time we get that cleared up for us, even though it was in the script for A New Hope. But all we have to go by is what mm-hmm. we see, is what Matt's, you know, what Matt's driving at here. Because we can talk all day long about what they wrote in books about Boba Fett and stuff like that, but right. that, that can't count towards what we saw in the movies first. Um, right. <clears throat> and he does have the worst introduction as the animated thing that he's in in the holiday special before Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> so even even his performance in that cartoon is not enough to make that that uh, the holiday special worth watching. I won't watch it. Um, oh, just do it. No. Um, <laughs> but it's implied uh, Han's afraid of him. We know that from the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, especially when he hears that Boba Fett's there, we got the funny line: "Boba Fett, you know, Boba Fett, where?" And then you know, comedy ensues, and Boba Fett is quote unquote dead. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, for me, it's it's what Jenny said. It's that presence of this guy's a badass. You need to be afraid of him. But I get I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Totally get why you would say that. I also think Darth Maul is overrated. He just looks cool. Yep, pretty uh, much. He does very look. I think Darth Maul is gets the only good thing more, about those first three movies. <laughs> he gets slightly more points than Boba Fett because of his really good... Um, lightsaber battle with Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, sure. but beyond that he does very, very little. Um, I swear when I was a kid growing up, we, you learned that Boba Fett's not Mandalorian, but he killed the Mandalorian to get the armor, which would in, increase um, his story. That was... Again, that might not, have been in, the, but that might have been in the EU when we were right, kids right. before they changed it to, um, you know, whatever it was in, uh, well, him being the son of Jango Fett, so, <laughs> right, or the they, clone of Jango Fett. Did they make Jango Fett Mandalorian? Because I'm looking at Wikipedia. Uh, I should look at. Let me look it up. <laughs> let me look at Wikipedia. Real yeah, I should. Quick. I was just saying I should have went there instead of Wikipedia, but because Wikipedia has him as a human and he's affiliated with the Mandalorians. Maybe let's see what Wikipedia says. Because Mandalorians, they don't. 
yes, his Jango Fett was a renowned Mandalorian bounty hunter. I could have sworn, yeah, in the EU at it one says point. Species is, it says species is human. Right, right. Mandalorians might be human. Well, they're human, now. yeah. From I, I know that from the games and stuff. That so yeah. But, so he is a. I just, I just swear, I could have read something. Like I know he's got Wookie braids. Um, I think they're Wookie braids, not Jedi braids. Who oh, Boba Fett? Yeah, they're Wookie. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I remember somebody being like in a movie or somebody says that they're Jedi braids. And they're like, uh, actually, they're Wookie braids. Like all, you know, um, you know, actually, <laughs> those are uh, Wookie braids. They're uh, he skinned them off of the Wookies, and yeah. he <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe he was always Mandalorian. I just am making that up. Maybe I thought for some reason that maybe, he, I don't know. He killed a Mandalorian, which would increase his, his legacy. It, it's entirely possible, but it's also possible. They changed it too. Yeah, like correct. it's possible. It's possible. You heard that. And then it's mm-hmm. also possible. They changed it. <laughs> correct it. You know, let us know if you guys remember that at all at Atomic Kingdom. Let me know if he was at one time not Mandalorian and then they when the prequels came out they made him a Mandalorian because of his his pappy who gets his head chopped off and in mm-hmm. a, in a moment of mourning he picks up his dad's head still in the helmet and puts it up against his, his own. Yep, that's pretty uh, that's pretty it's pretty grotesque when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dark. Uh, oh. he picks it up like nothing too, like it's pretty light. <laughs> like it's well, just an empty yeah. helmet. Yeah, well, your head probably only weighs about five pounds or less, so well, Maybe. probably about five pounds. Maybe, yeah. So, uh, oh, see, here we go. EU stories released before include him being a stormtrooper who killed his commanding officer, a leader of the fabled Mandalorian warriors, uh, and Jaster Mer- Jaster Mariel, Mer- uh, a journeyman protector convicted of treason. There you go. So there's some other stuff. Uh, Bloodlines states that Fed seeded some of these false backstories himself. <laughs> that was their retconning. He made it hmm. up himself. <laughs> there you go. Uh, which, whatever. Sure. I'm looking at pictures of this Mandalorian armor. It looks like it's so hard to see out of. Uh, it, as far as cosplays go, that would be probably my go-to. Like, I would love to do a Boba Fett cosplay. Because, again, like you yeah. said, it looks cool. It does look cool, but, uh, but man, at the it same looks time, like it's hard to see out of. <laughs> yeah, that visor you can't probably can't see much, and your nose probably gets right up against that visor. Yeah. Um, but if you like that, if you like the Boba Fett character, I, I encourage you all to watch Star Wars Rebels because there is a good Mandalorian in the Rebellion, um, and it's a chick, it's a lady, she's awesome. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm sure. Th- I'm sure their entire species isn't like just terrible people. <laughs> culture, yeah. I mean, this that's yeah, their the story, entire culture. That's the story right? yeah. they're dealing with this half of the season. Is she's going to try to get some of them into the rebellion? But as we know from the movies, it doesn't work. There were no, there were no Mandalorians in any of the Man, movies. All this reminds me of is there was supposed to be a like a bounty hunter. Star Wars Bounty Hunter game. What the heck was the name of it? There was some really good footage of it not that long ago, too. Of a Star oh, Wars Bounty Hunter game? Yeah, I'm going to have to look it up. For PS4? Star Wars. No, it was it was a game that got canceled. Uh, oh, 1313. That was the name of it. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about that. Oh, man. The footage from that looked great. It was, um, it was supposed to be like a... Bounty Hunter, it wasn't, there was a game called Star Wars Bounty Hunter, yeah, but right. this was, 
this was a different game, and man, it this looks was, good. According but. to this, was supposed to revolve around Boba Fett in his early adulthood, navigating past the scum of civilization in an underground area of Coruscant known as Level 1313. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do yeah. remember hearing about that, and it did sound awesome. The uh, like I said, there was some there was some footage of it that came out not that long ago because they created part of the game. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it looked good. <laughs> oh it, man, it looked good. Um, I don't know if I've asked you guys this. I think I've asked this on a geek out before, but and maybe on Twitter. But I'll ask you, what color would your lightsaber be? Orange. Jenny. Purple. <laughs> kyber crystals yep i don't uh, want to be like artificial artificial kyber crystals because naturally they only come in blue green mm, and red right or blue and uh blue and green the red actually even is artificial i believe is it isn't it just like rgb red green and blue no, <laughs> it's all yeah. like the colors of light that would make sense no i'm, I'm pretty sure that like the sith created the red kyber crystal they didn't come that way naturally because the kyber crystal is like an element in the star wars universe and i'm pretty sure naturally it only comes in blue and green and then the sith created red ones and that's how that happened and then uh purple and stuff like that yeah purple was requested by sam jackson Mm, right Um, he's a good man (laughs) did you know i didn't know this so i just read it out luke's color of his lightsaber in jedi was blue originally yeah and it's in the trailer early trailer and the poster it's also on the yeah it's i was gonna say it's also on the uh revenge of the jedi poster i believe oh man I, before I, they changed it to return of the jedi yeah they wanted it to stand out against the blue sky of tatooine in outdoor scenes mm-hmm. yep. i like i like the green they all have meanings too like uh i forget right now but blue is like a sentinel green is more of like a like uh like a wise jedi um, more of like a peacekeeper. Um, Actually, on this Revenge of the Jedi poster I'm looking at, Darth Vader's lightsaber is blue and Luke's is red. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm, on the original Revenge of the Jedi poster. How dare yep. they? I know, right? Uh, mine, would be, mine would be green. Let's see. There's, Good deal. There's seven according to this website, which I don't really trust. Uh, what but, is it, Wikipedia? No, I'm not even going to give them credit, so don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, blue, the most standard, used by Obi-Wan and Anakin. Green, uh, equal significance to blue, used by Luke, Qui-Gon, and Yoda. Red, of course, the Sith Lords. Uh, purple, yellow, uh, white, which is actually the first time I saw it was on Rebels. Uh, Ooh, I, I'm changing my answer. I want a white lightsaber. And then... My favorite right now is the black lightsaber, the dark saber, which is a Mandalorian thing that's actually on Rebels right now. Really? How do you have black light? Uh, you'll have to look it up. It looks pretty sweet. I'm calling bullshit. Why would you do that? Hmm. It's a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> black is the absence of light, and it's a lightsaber. Darkness is the absence of light. Which is black. No, darkness has no color. Which is black. Darkness has no color. <laughs> Which you, you is racist. black. <laughs> um, and, I'm light racist. 
I know they had, yeah, right. I know they had meaning too, but uh, whatever. We're getting too too nerdy here. Yeah, I was gonna say we have taken this to a whole new geek level. All right, another question Matt Matt uh, brought me up with uh, brought up this week: uh, toys, figurines that you purchase for your collection. And I don't know if this is a Jenny thing. Do you collect action figures and statues and stuff, or is it just like prints and posters and? Uh, I, I have a bit pops. of everything. I have a ton of Funko Pops. Well, then pops Funko Pops like count because I know people that do not do this, but do you open your action figures and put them on display or do you keep them in the box? Oh, who's going first? I will let Matt. Oh, I open them all. <laughs> right away? Uh, yeah. Take a big yep, whiff yep. too? <sighs> no, no I, just open, no, I just, no. I just open them. I, I have a great story to tell that it, it makes me happy and sad at the same time. So the Star Wars Black series of figures is probably my favorite Star Wars line uh, of the modern era um, of action mm-hmm. figures. Uh, granted, I'm an adult. I don't play with my action figures. They just go on display. Right. I, th- I think they look great. They have good points of articulation. You can make them look pretty cool if you put them in like a, <laughs> on a display. Uh, they, they just look great, uh, I think. Like I got my K2SO sitting right here on the desk next to me. Because mm-hmm. that would be my droid if I lived in the Star Wars universe. 100%. K2SO is my co-pilot. I stole that from Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the Black Series... So I've been looking for... They just released Ahsoka Tano, who is a character they created in the Clone Wars and is actually Anakin's Padawan in the Clone Wars animated series. Um, and they they made her grow up. She was a little kid in the in the cartoon, and then Rebels. She t- she comes back, and she's an adult, and she actually faces off with Darth Vader. She survives the the Jedi wipeout. Um, what is it? Code. Help me out, Matt. Uh, thirty order, order thirty six. Oh man, thirty six. We have failed all of you. <laughs> I hope we so. have. Uh, um. We should really know that. But then to know that means we would have to watch Revenge of the Sith, and it's Order sixty six. There we go. 66. Uh, she survives that because she actually leaves the Jedi Order before that happens. Um, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't remember why at the moment, but she does. Uh, but anyway, they released an action figure of her as an adult, and I think I always thought she was a cool character. I liked the fact that she's Anakin's own, you know, uh, she's a Padawan of Anakin before he went to Darth Vader, uh, which means they had, she had a hand in training her, so she's a little bit different than any other Jedi. Um <laughs> And so I'm looking for it, and, you know, they're, they're, like, 20 bucks when they're at the store, you know. But when they come out, of course, people go and buy them. Matt knows this story all too well. And they put them on eBay for an exuberant amount of money. They don't keep it for themselves. <sighs> yes, I Matt, those people. <laughs> Matt knows my pain. Uh, and they, there's a whole line, not right now, that just came out. Like, Darth Revan is, is a character they released in the Black Series, and that's a character from the Knights of the Old Republic games, who is mm-hmm. just awesome. It's just a great story that he has. Uh, those games are amazing too. If you if you can go back and play those, I think you can get them on the on iOS. Um, but they're great on Xbox. I played them on Xbox, and I just I adore that that story. Anyway, um, yeah, so I couldn't find it, and the cheapest I found it was like forty five bucks on Amazon. Finally, and I'm like, you know what, whatever. I got a little extra money after Christmas, so I said I'll buy it. And the next day after I placed that order. I'm I'm working and doing deliveries to Walgreens of all places, and I, I go there once during the day and I'm like uh, I was gonna pick up some some gloves I needed like you know fingerless gloves for work because mm-hmm. I gotta be able to use my fingers. Um, 
I was going to, ah, I'll get them later. I'll get them after work. And then they order again. So I go back there. I'm like, forget it. It's slow. I'm going to pick up some gloves. I happen to walk past the toy aisle. And there she is just sitting there for $19.99. Oh, man. At Walgreens, <laughs> of all places. Like, I can't find it at Toys R Us. I can't find it at Target or Walmart. So I bought it and I returned the Amazon one. <laughs> I'm like, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, get my forty bucks back, and actually, they charge you shipping to return back on on Amazon now, even though I'm dropping it off at their locker. Hmm. Thanks a lot, Amazon. But I thought that was a fun story. Okay, so Matt, you display them. You have like a glass case right next to your desk there. Don't yeah. You? In fact, I need, yeah. In fact, I need another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I um, got. I got to find something cool to put mine in. I got like a books a bookshelf mm-hmm. that I put comics like my graphic novels in, and then. I have statues that go in front of the graphic novels, but all right. All right, Jenny, your turn. I'm, I'm a 50, 50. Okay. Um, how do you you decide it? Well, main decision is, is where it's going to sit on my shelves. And if it's got a lot of like extra things in it. Mm -hmm. So like my Funko dolls, I, most of them are still in the boxes because I use them as bookends and they make awesome bookends and DVD ends, you know? So they're, randomly throughout bookshelves holding things up but the other half of them are out like i on my desk at work i've got my marshawn lynch one and then like here you know by my by my tv i've got my iron giant and my superman because they have to play together like so (laughs) half of them are out half of them are in but then when it comes to like the ones in like what are they called the bubble packs and such yeah i that's a tough decision. A, that's <laughs> a tough one because the once packaging you open that, is, is just gone. The packaging yeah. is gone. But if it's a cool standalone doll, I'll take it out of the package. But if it's one of them that comes with guns and all this other stuff, it's staying in the package because I will lose all the peripheral stuff easily. Like I have this really cool Nosferatu doll, but it's got probably 15 extra things in this set. So it is still in its package and it just sits on the top of my bookshelf that way. Um, mm-hmm. And then I have a Johnny Cash doll. That's also, it's got like a guitar mm-hmm. and all that, that mm-hmm. he can't really hold the guitar. So I keep that in the box, but then I've got a, um, a Superman one that stands alone. So I'm 50, 50. I don't, I, my whole thing with, with dolls and toys and statuettes and action stuff is figures. action figures. <laughs> Sorry. I'm calling them what they are. Dolls. Um, dolls. How dare you. Oh, how dare I? But um, you got to enjoy them. They're not, I mean, y- if you're only buying them for an investment, then I don't think you're enjoying why you're buying them. Right. You should, they shouldn't be an investment. They should be if something you want, that you yeah, truly if, love. If you want to collect an investment, collect baseball cards or whatever. Um, even even comic books, you know, go ahead and collect comic books because you can, you can, there's ways to still read the book and have a collection of them. Yeah. Yeah. But toy, let's, let's call it what they are. I mean, they may be memorabilia. They may be cool, you know, uh, time capsules into our childhood, but they're toys. They're meant to be Mm -hmm. open. You saw Toy Story. Come on now. It's true. It's true. (laughs) So my dilemma. Can, yeah, can you imagine if they were stuck in boxes the entire movie? <clears throat> right, Man. like like you you were. We talked about it in the office party episode. You were at uh, Patrick's family's home, um, and he has all his, his all his Star Wars toys, and this would probably make Matt die. 
Um, if oh my gosh, if you saw Matt. these pictures. <laughs> I, was I, just, I, I, I had oh. his mom. I packed a bunch of them up. His mom has FedExed me them a bunch. I, I'm bringing back. Um, oh, I want to find what drone that is and, and hack that it. drone. Um, I'm bringing back um, uh, the original uh, uh, Megatron. Um, nice. Or no, Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. Then I've got what else did I go? I got the original action figure of Leia, which is super cool. Is this um, the white gown thing? Yeah, no, 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 the white gown one. She's actually in like the white, <clears throat> like pants, like. Hoth? Anyways, but she yes, okay. she's got the the bunzo and all that. So I've got oh, um, okay. uh, what else did I grab? Um, oh, an X wing, <laughs> which was awesome. Um. Yeah, I just went through and, and pillaged whatever I thought would look really cool on our shelves. But see, like, that's why I completely adore Patrick is that he saved all his toys. He has gigantic bins filling his mom's downstairs basement. Everything's open. Like, the the poor Optimus Prime has been constructed so many times that like I was a little afraid to do it because it was used like you you can tell it was enjoyed but he saved all the guns he had the lightsabers you know he had everything that went with them just in a box that he had played with you know and it's like that's the way that it should be respected and enjoyed thumbs up but I can't wait for that box to get here yeah wow I would be standing by the door every day we yep. we we sat we sat at the kitchen table at his mom's house for a good hour just playing with them and setting them up in like different settings because he has he has Bubba Fat with stop it um Slave One um he has the Attic Walker he everything like like my entire childhood just like flooded back to me I'm like going you're insane that you have all of these there's so another, yeah that there's another great question at at or at 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 it. Uh, at it, I guess, yeah. I think I always said ATAT because I always, you know, it was always ATAT and ATST. I mean, it is, yeah, that's true. So I never said at it. I mean, I, I might have said at it, but I always kind of knew it as a whatever. There's no correct answer. This is like who <laughs> shot first type crap. All right. Um, like, well, Han shot first. All right. That's an easy we know. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> It was corrected for the special edition and all that crap. Um, yeah, I, my dilemma right now is because I also when I when I ordered from Amazon, I ordered uh, my favorite version of Leia, which was as the bounty hunter Boosh, um, black series figure. I don't know if I want to open it. Like I, I think I want to just leave it as it is until I find a good place to to, to display it alongside her Pop Funko Boosh and mm-hmm. you know anything else I have for Leia. Because uh, yeah. that that would be a nice little memorial, yeah. Um, in my in my home for someone who meant a lot to all of us. Anyway, um, all right, where are we at here? Okay, yeah. Since I brought it up before, Boba Fett would be my my ideal cosplay. I know Matt, you do a little cosplaying, um, teeny bit. What's uh, you've done, Batman? Mm-hmm. And Spider Man. And Spider Man. And I have some stuff to do Green Lantern. Oh, nice. nice. So, so of ones you haven't done or haven't started doing, what is what is one cosplay you would like to do someday? 
I'm gonna do a Green Goblin at some point. I think. Like we talked. I mean, I'm I've got several more I'd like to do. No, a comic style comic Green style. Goblin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not not the the helmet and stuff. No, no. The biker helmet that he had in the first. No, no, no. <laughs> or whatever that was in Amazing Spider-Man Two. Um, right. Yeah. All right. I like it. I like it, Jenny. Are we asking what cosplay I would do? Yeah. What is your your if you had all the money and all the supplies either to, to make it or someone's going to make it for you, what is the one cosplay you would want to do if you're walking around Comic-Con or Kamikaze or any of the, the cool stuff you get to do? Oh, I would totally go as the Predator. <laughs> I didn't see if that. I, I did not see that coming. Like to pull it off, I would do the Predator. I did not um, see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always wanted, though, to um, do Coraline's mom. Um, other mom from the movie Coraline what with a, like the button eyes. What a weird sentence. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's a weird sentence. But yeah, if, if I had all the money, time and all that in the world, I mm. would totally do the predator because when you go to these conventions, there's good predators and then there's really bad predators. <laughs> there's just good the cosplay pre- and there's just not good cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just put the it that good way. Good predators are amazing and i want to just be in a gang of good predators Hmm. like that's that's my dream in life i want to like be hanging out with three other people in really cool cosplay as predator and just be happy i always thought it was cool like there's always those star wars like the the stormtroopers that have like a troop of cosplayers and then there's the mandalorian troops too that do the same thing and they have different color like mandalorian outfits and stuff I, I, the best cool. I ever saw, though, was the troop of stormtroopers, and they ran into a Darth Vader, and they absorbed him into their group, <laughs> and then they just followed him, and they like they protected him through the entire con, and they didn't know each other. That's pretty cool. I'm like, that's that's what makes cons awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to mention, uh, since that was fun, uh, and I said mine was Boba Fett, uh, I would say that, or I would gender bend Leia's Boosh. That's also a cool bounty hunter costume. Um, very cool, very cool. Uh, but another thing from the Two Broke Geeks Twitter account was an image that was he retweeted from Geek to Me Radio. Uh, uh, was the the single most deadly thing for any local comic book shop? What would you guess yeah. it is, Jenny? What is it now? To, to, to you know, for the destruction of local brick and mortar comic book stores. What? Oh, I I saw this and. Should I answer? Because I saw the I read the uh, article. You know the answer. Yeah, go ahead. You can reveal it. It's people that don't pick up their pulls. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. now, I'm I'm bad. I don't pick mine up for about three or four weeks. That's but okay though. When I though. do pick up, I usually have a good stack. But if you go outside a uh, month, you're risking some trouble. Yeah, yeah. Well, some of mine sometimes wait depending <laughs> on how busy I am. But I always yeah. pick them up. But I used to not because when I first started reading comics, like. I I didn't know how it worked, you know, mm-hmm. so I would I would like, oh, I kind of like that. And they're like, oh, we can pull these for you. I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah, I I just last week because I, I went like maybe three or four, four weeks without picking up my pull list. And they actually didn't pull my last week um, because Christmas, like I just couldn't afford it. Like, right. So, and I, I told them that ahead of time, I'm like uh, my pull list is going to be kind of full for a little while. And they're like, oh, don't worry about it because they knew I was going to come pick it up. Um so I also missed, you know, getting because that that store's pull list is a little different. They give you the catalog and you you go through and you fill out what you want, and that's how they order. Uh, they don't just order the same thing for you every month because um, there's always new stuff. Like 
they want to sell more. So they, they, they give you the catalog and there's new statues and uh, other, you know, new books and stuff like that. So it actually details like the new titles and what it's about and that kind of stuff. So it's, it's kind of cool, but it also makes me spend more money than I want to. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would agree, man. Cause I got my last, my last poll and I'm looking through it. I'm like, I, there's a bunch of Spider-Man books and you guys know me. I don't get Spider-Man books. I'm like, this is not mine. And he's like, Oh, this was a guy who comes in every week to look at his poll list to make sure it's all in there. And then asks us to put it back in his poll, oh, in, in his poll, in his box, because he just wants to know how much it is. And then he's going to come back and get it whenever, like, just you're there now. Like, you know, every other week is, is a different case. Cause if you live in paycheck to paycheck, that's how it works. You gotta wait for payday. I get that. Right. I get that a hundred percent. Um, and I'll, I'll sometimes either call or stop in and make sure that my books are there in case they sell out or they didn't get a whole lot of another book and I got to grab it, I gotta grab it from the wall or whatever. Um, you know, like all-star Batman or something like that, you know, something that I know sells a lot and they could run out of, but for the most part, I'm okay. But yeah, this, this picture he posted was a thousand four hundred eighty-one dollars and 20 cents worth of books that nobody might buy. Like they, yeah. they just didn't pick it up. And that, that kills a local store because it's just going to sit there. Yep. So do yourselves, do your local stores a favor. Cause we want those local stores to survive. I don't want to be ordering books every week and have them sent my to me in the mail. My only problem with my local shop is, boy, every time I go in there, they're friggin' listening to gangster rap. <laughs> that's, and it's weird. Really oh, that's, awesome. that's weird. Annoying. Well, and, yeah, guys, it's really weird to go into the comic book store, which is supposed to be like mm -hmm. super like Geek family Haven. friendly and stuff, and be like, "Oh, you fucking niggas can't hear what I'm Whoa. saying." It's like, <laughs> what yeah. the? It's like what? Like <laughs> what? Like, are you seriously playing that in here? Like, what's going on? My 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 work is guilty of that. We're a pizza place, and we have you know people that like hip hop and rap and. They'll play Pandora with swearing, and I'm like, oh, you guys, you can't. Like, I know we're a right. we're a laid back pizza place, we're a like college atmosphere pizza place, but dude, this is still a family place. Right. <laughs> right. Like, there's tons of sexual innuendo in their in their in their like uh, like menus, and like the we're supposed to give the last delivery of the night a bumper sticker that says "I came last." Like it's very mm -hmm. sexual innuendo and they're very yeah, laid yeah. back as far as the attitude. Like I say, it's college attitude, but still, I mean, you gotta, there's kids that come in there and stuff just like, right. especially like a comic book store. But, uh, my right. comic book store is, is pretty laid back. There's a cat that roams the premises all, all over the place and I'll come and just mm -hmm. walk, walk around with you. Yep. Um, they got tables or they used to, I don't know if they still do. They have like gaming tables. If you want to sit down and play a game. Uh, like a tabletop game or something. Um, that's cool. I don't know if See, they, that's awesome. I, I don't know if they still do. I'm pretty sure they got a whole like anime section where it's just like, uh, what do you call those those robot statues? I forget what they're called, uh, or robot models that you build. Um, I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure what you're talking about I either. I guess. Uh, sorry guys, I forget what they're called. But yeah, I mean, they, <laughs> that's all right. It's, they got a gaming section for you can buy all your tabletop stuff, your card games, all that good stuff, and then. You mm -hmm. know, all the Funko Pops that you could ever imagine. That's nice. what, what I love. And I also get frustrated with my, I love my comic book store. Like absolutely love it. There's two girls that work there and they are just awesome. Like they, they each have their little specialty of what type of comics they like, but they're also one to like 
they they understand everybody that comes in and they remember you and then like but have you read this but they they have a little bit of toys and stuff like a little bit of dolls and like pop dolls like mm-hmm. a handful but there's like two shelves that have miscellaneous stuff on it and the rest of it's just comic books which is pretty cool and they do a good job of organizing it but um the thing that i love about it the most is we have book club which uh we're getting ready the 20th i think the 20th not this saturday but next saturday we're doing our our next book club and we're doing um black sad which i'm about halfway through right now it's one of those i would have never picked that comic book up in a million years but because it's book club i've been reading stuff i would never read mm-hmm. it's an interesting comic it's kind of cool so yeah dude awesome comic book store though but no music there's mm-hmm. usually not music playing except if you do have a dog they get very upset if you don't bring the dog in so if you don't if you don't yeah Weird. <laughs> they're like is your dog's in the car? You better bring them in. Or then you'll walk in just randomly one day and they'll be like the girl behind the counter holding a puppy. And you're just like, this is adorable. So yeah, um, I love my comic store. All right. All right. So yeah, it was a pretty random episode tonight. I do have, you know, we do these on Geek Outs, but I think Tom and Johnny enjoyed the game that I stole from Doug Benson's Doug Loves Movies that I would offer you both an opportunity to play a movie game. Cool. Sure. All right. The way it works, and you guys, uh, this is the honor system. I'm trusting you to not use your internets. All right. Um, so IMDb will take an actor or actress, and they'll put their top four, or what their their algorithm figures out is their top four known for films or TV projects. Uh, these these get kind of weird. Um, okay. Of what okay. what they think are their top four. Um, mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is. You buzz in with your name, so Matt would say Matt, or Jenny would say Jenny. Um, I'm going to say the first name of the movie that they list for they're known for, and you have to guess whose actor, or whose IMDb page I'm reading it from. Mm-hmm. And okay. you don't have to go off the first one, you can wait to the second one. But once you once you guess once, you're out. Alright. Okay. Alright, we can try to do a couple of these. Um, let's see here. Alright. The hardest part for me is coming up with the names of people I should know. <laughs> so, um, that's all right. I'll probably be pretty bad at this. So. I think I think you'll be all right. I'll, I'll do my best. All right. Okay. So the first movie again, just buzz in with your name. Uh, Tom and and Johnny wanted nicknames, and they chose long nicknames, and it was like you, you want to be quick at saying your name. So, <laughs> um, all right, here we go. Uh, the first thing on this person's IMDb known for is Community. All right. I know nothing of community. <laughs> the second project is The Martian. Matt Damon? And you have to say your name to buzz in. Oh, Jenny? Matt Damon? Wrong. Oh, I forgot. The second part is you can earn bonus points by, once you get it right, you get to guess the remaining films that would be on their known for thing. Oh. Um. All right. <laughs> The next two aren't going to help you, I don't think. I don't even know what this is. Uh, the next project is called Mystery Team. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even know he was in this. Always oh, on the soundtrack. Weird that they put him on here for that and not something else. Uh, the last thing is Creed. Oh, Matt. Go ahead. 
Oh no! Wait, Michael B. Jordan? No, no. Oh. Uh, it is Donald Glover. Oh. I can't believe they, they didn't put Atlanta on there. <laughs> if you that would have been easy. I'm like going. I've never seen Community to believe it or not. So I'm like, <laughs> you lost me on that one. I was that's, like, oh, I, don't know, I don't know. That's funny. All right. But he was awesome in The Martian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. The first. Uh, I gotta say, project for this person is Man of Steel. All right. The second is Arrival. Oh, all right. We suck at this. <laughs> uh, the third is is the movie American Hustle. Matt, go ahead. It's Amy Adams. It is Amy Adams. Good, good job. Ooh, ooh. All right, now there's. I one... thought Amy Adams when you said Arrival, but I haven't actually seen that movie, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, there could be some crossover between Man of Steel and Arrival, outside mm-hmm. of her. All right, there's one movie that I did not name. You're allowed to. You get one guess, and that's a bonus point. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Jenny, you want to try? What am I doing now? I've got a, just another guess, movie there's, she was there's, in. There's, no, there's four movies they list as they're known for. I've listed three of them. You, you get to guess the last one. This is for just uh, fun. This would be just for fun for you because Matt got the point. I'm going to go completely. The Muppets? Uh, <laughs> That's which, all which I can think in, of what they're in it, right? Batman, v, Batman <laughs> v Superman. Oh, uh, well, that would make sense. It sure would. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll do one more. If Matt gets it, we'll end it there. If we, if Jenny gets the point, then we'll, uh, we'll, do, a tiebreaker. we'll do a tiebreaker. Yeah, absolutely. All right, here we go. The first project is Mad Max Fury Road. Hmm. Well, Jenny, Tom Hardy. <laughs> that was too easy. All right. Now, was that right? Yeah, that was right. Now, for the win, if you get one more right, you win. We'll put it that way. There's three other movies they list as the known for. So, not necessarily his biggest roles sometimes. They, you know, IMDb's algorithm for this is really weird. Uh, so clicks clicks on IMDb go towards it and stuff like that. So, uh, you have three more guesses as to the other three that they list here. So, first guess. Uh, the Revenant would have to be on there. <laughs> it is. It is on there. Okay. Uh, so I got that one. I have to come so up with two more. You've won. You've won. But yes, for funsies, you can guess two more. Um, is it TV or just movies? I cannot tell you that because they do list. Okay, both. then I'm gonna say Peaky Blinders and Bronson. Nope. Inception and Dark Knight Rises. Oh, it, uh, uh, I I kind of. Blink him out in Dark Knight Rising, <laughs> but well, he's Inception in a mask. A he's in a mask. Awesome. And you can't really tell his voice. So, oh, Inception though is is really good. I love that movie. I know one or two of you have an opposing opinion of that, but I love Inception. I didn't think it was great. I loved it as well. Uh, he's rumored to be playing a stormtrooper in Episode Eight. Hmm, Just one of those guest things is what I'm assuming. I have to admit, and you guys know, like, I love me some Tom Hardy. I tried to watch that movie, um, oh, God, what was it, where he played him and his twin brother, where they were, like, Irish. Legend, yes. It wasn't 
bad. And he did a good job in it. But that movie was not a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Just just my two cents. You can argue with me if you want. But I couldn't. I, I was, was doing my best movie. to think of an actor that, you know, that you would really know, Matt, like for the second mm-hmm. for the tiebreaker. But I, I can't think of. I don't you know. I, I don't know. What. <laughs> it's OK. It's OK. I, I, yeah. So I don't know. I think that game's kind of fun. Again, I borrowed it from Doug. It Benson. is pretty fun. It is pretty fun. I'll agree with that. I did borrow it from Doug Benson, so thank you, Doug, from Doug Loves Movies. I love Doug Loves Movies. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I will announce it on this very podcast because it's coming up very soon. Uh, we will be beginning, and we're going to name it soon, but we will be getting a once a month competition between podcasts and other various geek centered or not geek centered. Uh, Media outlets, so like websites and YouTube channels, oh my. things like that. Um, it won't be in video, maybe not yet, maybe eventually if it becomes a pretty cool concept. But uh, it is a you know a, a team thing. It'll be two on two, so two members of that said branch. So like two members of the pa- the, t- the two pals and the two <laughs> geeks will go against each other. I will host, and Johnny from the Just Two Pals will host as well. Um, but uh, it'll be a trivia thing. So we'll have three rounds every episode. It'll be happening once a month at the end of each month. That episode will come out in place of uh, maybe a bonus episode, but or it might be in place of the topic show. We haven't decided yet. Again, we don't have a name either, like Geek Wars or Podcast Wars or something like that. Hmm. Something cool. Um, but yeah, each round will be different. Uh, you know, There'll be a speed round, and then there's two rounds that precede that. And then we'll have we'll make it tournament style too, so we'll have we'll have a grand champion or maybe just a champion we'll call it at the end. Um, yeah, so you know we'll do we'll do our network of people. I'm going to bring in some people from outside of our network, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. Have some fun. Uh, the the there are four members as of, as of right now of the Atomic Geekdom podcast, so we will double up. We'll pair up there um, at some point. We'll figure out who's on whose team. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe it'll be the girls versus the guys, Jenny and Shannon versus Dave and Tom. Who knows? We may switch it up. Get all nice. Uh, but yeah, it'll, so it'll be Matt and Justin and Johnny and Randy. And like I say, I got some other people, uh, you know, in mind to ask from, you know, like the geekly planet and the Marvel report and many other mm-hmm. outlets. We got, uh, Ashley and her boyfriend, maybe will will join us for an episode. Um, cosplay, Ashley, so, yeah, just a, a fun thing we want to do every month. Uh, so there'll, there'll be 12 episodes of that to look forward to for 2017. Got to work out the questions and all that stuff. Uh, and it won't just be straight to trivia. We're going to make you guys work for this. There will be, uh, for example, one example would be as a, as a catch for answering a question. Um, you will have to speak it in a certain accent. Um, but- or you'll have to... Read a line of dialogue as the character in your best impersonation to get the point. Oh, Dave, uh, I can't wait for you to do this one. <laughs> so there'll be many different things uh, that will, you know, think of think of your favorite drinking games, like, you know, where you got to put your thumb on your nose or, you know, you got to hop on one foot or, you know, that kind of junk um, that you would do with your dumb friends. Uh, we're going to have that mm-hmm. kind of thing uh, just to liven it up a little bit. So it's not just straight trivia and you will get your choice of either. We're going to, you're going to pick out of the hat for the category. Cause you know, it's not fair that maybe Jenny and Tom get a star Wars question and they're not actually star Wars fans or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, right. Right. So you'll get your, choice. how dare you? 
you'll get your choice of like two <laughs> two categories, and maybe if because you won the last round, you get to pick, and then the other team gets the other cho- other you know, the ran the, the leftover uh, category. We'll see. There's still some things that me and Johnny are going to iron out. And again, if if Johnny is playing, he will not host. I will, and vice versa. But right, if, right. if he's not playing, we will both be hosting. So it'll be uh, a dual host type thing. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, I, cool. I I really need to get working on it because it is the 1130 and we need to get the January one ready to go. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to announce that today since uh, yeah, we're recording on the 11th, but this comes out on the 17th. So no, this comes out right, on, the 18th, right. on the 18th. So getting towards the nitty gritty of the end of January, which means tax season. Yay. Taxes. Ugh, I don't even <laughs> want to think about it. Who, oh goodness. Who does? All right. So that's the end of our program here. Matt, please hype up your podcast to the fine, fine people that listen to our show. Guys, it's called the two broke geeks podcast and it's on Instagram at, uh, you know, it's 2BG pod. It's on Twitter at 2BG pod. You can get it on iTunes and Google play and satchel. And those are all the places and you should check it out. It's just me and Justin having a good time talking about geeky stuff and lots of not geeky stuff as well. Just like, <laughs> uh, the most recent episode that has released of this recording, which will actually be mm-hmm. the previous episode. Cause you'll have re- released a new one by this time, but you guys are chatting yeah, about point. all of Justin's goings on in LA, right? Very true. Very true. Cause, uh, congratulations. Life. He's not a homeless yeah. bum anymore. It, yes, exactly. <laughs> not hopeless Taking him a bed on Sunday. <laughs> You're, You're delivering him a bed, bed on something? Very <laughs> I'm nice. Delivering very him nice. a bed. Oh wow. He needs one of those. He needs one of those. Yeah. So. Nobody can live on a an air mattress for long. Not for long, no. no. When I moved out of my parents' house, that was like my bed when I went back there for like a weekend or whatever. It it sucked. What <laughs> not, the heck? Not oh, fun. Sorry. Had um, weird sounds going sorry, had weird sounds going on on my computer. Oh. It's done now. It's done. All right. Um Jenny, I will ask you. If you had to listen to a wrestling podcast, which wrestling podcast would you listen to? Ringside Geeks. Oh, cool. You guys you guys got like the whole like woohoo. Like I don't know much about modern day wrestling, but it's mm-hmm. hilarious because I still know the old soap operas of the old wrestling. So, <laughs> so you guys do a good job. Uh it's a lot of fun. We're struggling to get an episode in this week just due to scheduling. Uh Tom's got a lot of overtime and my schedule doesn't allow for a lot, but hopefully we'll get the episode in cuz uh we, we not only wrap up the week in wrestling, but we also try to mix in like who are our favorite tag teams of all time or what what would be our finishing move or what would be our entrance? Like what would it look like? What would be our entrance song? I think this week, Ringside Geeks is going to be discussing what entrance is our favorite entrance of all time, and ah. um, what uh, what's what what entrance music would we have if as we came down to the ring? Because um, that's a lot of fun to think about. Um, I do have a wrestler name in mind if I were ever to become a wrestler, which is never going to happen because I'm way mm-hmm. too old for that now. But uh, Ian Richter, the incredible Ian Richter, would be my wrestler name. Um, cool. Someday, perhaps, he'll cut a promo on the Ringside Geeks podcast. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yes, on Twitter and now, we are on Instagram, at Ringside Geeks. We're on Instagram because Monroe, one of the fine hosts, Tom Monroe and myself host the Ringside Geeks. Uh, Monroe was at a WWE house show, which is just a show they don't tape. 
Uh, they don't mm-hmm. televise. I've been to one of those. I've been to one of those before. There you go. Yeah, they don't televise it. They do tape it sometimes. Um, Once upon a time, I saw you know I saw uh, Eddie Guerrero fight uh, Rey Mysterio and all uh, kinds of cool stuff. Was it yeah, WCW it was or WWE? No, it's WWE. Okay. WWE. Nice. Nice. Eddie Guerrero. You Fun saw times. Eddie, you saw Eddie live before he uh, passed away, unfortunately. Yep, I did. Yeah, fell on my brother's feet when he oh. got thrown over the barrier. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a cool it was moment. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um, but she took some video and some picture from her, I believe it's just her phone. I don't think they allow you to take cameras in with you, but that's okay. Uh, so you can check all that stuff out on our Instagram, at Ringside Geeks. Uh, Tom and I will be going to WWE pay-per-view together uh, in, cool. in March, so I will do my best to get... Oh, man. Excuse me. Do my best to get some pictures for you guys there, because Tom does not know how to work the Instagram. We're lucky he can do Twitter. Um, so, yeah. There is that. And then also, the Just Two Pals podcast is on the network. Uh, they are on Twitter at Just Two Pals, the number two. Yep. So, yep. Yep. there is that. They're not important. They're not here. <laughs> They're not here. That's right. <laughs> they did not answer the call when I said, who wants to be on the show? <laughs> so... Uh, also, head over to com. You can check out a brand new article by Shannon, her first article for the website, which is awesome. Uh, she's a very busy gal, so it was cool to see. Uh, she takes a hard stance on uh, the lady hero being here to stay. A little aggressive towards the haters, but that's okay. Because um, there's really no reason to hate the fact that there are f- leading roles in action movies that are women. Um, it's it's a plus. Ray is okay. I like Ray And... Uh, Jin Erso is probably my favorite character of the year. So Jin Erso is amazing. He's up there as one of my favorite characters of the year. So, and there's lots more to come. Wonder Woman, uh, Hidden Figures is doing very well. Mm-hmm. It's not an action mm-hmm. movie, but it's led by the ladies. So, mm-hmm. very true. Um, yeah. So she does a lot of research. There's facts and figures and numbers in this article and references. It's it's crazy. She got all kinds of awesome into this article. So please go check it out. It's called The Lady Heroes Here to Stay. It's at AtomicKeekman.com. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, the Atomic Kingdom Podcast. Again, find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the YouTubes. Give us a subscribe over there, please. Uh, like, thumbs up, all that good stuff for the videos that we have. I promise, promise, promise there will be more this year. Uh, YouTube presence, I swear to you, it will happen. Uh, if you liked what you heard today, please give us a review and rate uh, on iTunes. Do the same for the two broke geeks, please. It only takes a minute. Please or- do. Please <laughs> do. It only takes a minute or two, and it really helps us to gain listeners and grow the conversations we have each and every week. We want you guys to be involved, even if it's after the fact. We still want to hear from you. Uh, you can find our show along with the aforementioned Two Broke Geeks, Just Two Pals, and Ringside Geeks on AtomicGeekdom.com, on iTunes, on Android, uh, the Google Play, I should say, and on the Satchel Player. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you next week. Jenny, I hope you've been thinking in this long rant of mine. You are allowed the last word of the week, and the last word is... Perfecto! Perfecto!